Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful New Truth Podcast listeners newbies, old bees, and everything in between. Uh, welcome to episode 200. 200! 200 episodes on the New Truth Podcast. Damn. I'm proud of us. Ooh. I'm so proud of us. And we have not even come close to running out of things to talk about. <laughs> No, you're going to be hearing that from, us, from us for a while. If you missed last week's episode, we announced that we have a season two coming out in 2024. I can't even believe it's 2024. I was just going to say that We've been doing too. this podcast for four years. That's four years. just insane. 200 episodes. Thank God for that rooftop party in San Diego in circa 2013. It was 2013. Yeah. We're Catherine Danielli. But you were Catherine Hummel at the time. I was Catherine Hummel at the time, dating my ex. But then it was 2018. I think this is actually what it was. In 2018, I reached out to you to interview you to speak inside my group program, Committed to Love. And it did was I do that it? you did. I have that recording. I should send it to you. It's hysterical. <laughs> but I have, I think when, you know, we had followed each other on Facebook. So we were seeing what each other posted. But that interview is when we both, when you, I think, understood that I was doing similar work because it yes. was one year after that, that you said, want to start a podcast. Yeah. But I had oh the interview, God. you were a guest speaker in my, in my six month program committed to love. And I, it was about so falling blank. in love with I yourself. Can't... Like that's what we talked about. Like the most epic love story is the one that's your own. And that's how you shared I need to see this because I literally I have don't, it. I'll send I it don't to remember you. that. How have you never told me that? What? <laughs> 200 episodes and we've been hanging out every single week, twice a week for the last four That's years. And you've never told that me that. Too. I forgot completely because I knew we had a couple Zoom calls. We just reached out. And we're like, hey, we're up to yeah, how are you? Yeah. Let's talk. Yeah. That is crazy. And we met in 2013 when you were with Jamie, who has been showcased on this podcast so many times, so many times. on again, <laughs> off again, 17 breakup saga. And, and I knew him, he was living with my friend Tyler or, or like he was, he was, was living he, with Tyler. Yep. He was Moonlight living with Beach. my friend Tyler. Oh my gosh. Where I stayed every time I went to Encinitas. Wow. That's crazy. So you're witnessing it here live <laughs> on the New Truth podcast. Um, 200 episodes celebrating the divinity. Life. A yes. whole life. Also, can yeah. we talk about that for a second? We've yeah. been hanging out every week for the past four years. Yeah. Like when yeah, you I just said that, that was people. like, whoa. 
whoa. Talk about divine friendship and magic and witnessing each other through so much. Yeah. So cool. Oh my God. And I just want to talk about the the divinity of it all, because, you know, here's the thing, whenever we're in suffering and anxiety and depression and struggle and, and fear and bullshit, pain, agony, arguing with reality, it's just because we forgot our divinity. Like we're, we forgot and we've all, we, it's not our fault. We really, it's been programmed out of us and, and it continues to be, but we are divine beings plugged into this unbelievably magical universe and magical planet that we live on that is filled to the brim with synchronicity and divine timing and aligned experiences and people and places. And, you know, like what led me to Encinitas? <laughs> It was a meditation retreat with Don Miguel Ruiz. That's the first time I discovered Encinitas, which is the first time I met Tyler through a friend of a friend. And like everything was so divine that led, I I read the book, The Four Agreements, and that's what led me to Encinitas. So like everything that happened to make it, to have us even meet that night. And the fact that we both went to that party and the fact that we had a 10 minute conversation and then decided to exchange Facebook profile, whatever that's called. I can't remember now if Facebook is not a thing. Well, it is a thing, but you know what I mean? We friended each other. Be- we friended. <laughs> and I still say that about, actually, I say that about Instagram and people are like, they're not your, Chris Hemsworth is not your friend. Does he follow you back? No. Okay. <laughs> friend. He, I'm friends with Chris Hemsworth on Instagram. No. Um, so this, like it, it was divine. And then the podcast too, I had so many women coming up to me. I had a one client who was harassing me and she was like, you have to do a podcast. You have Kate. Every time I hear you on boxer, I'm like, you need a podcast. I wish this was a longer episode. And then I went and did a talk in Toronto and I got swarmed by five women at the back of the room. And they were like, you need a podcast. This has to be a podcast. We need to hear this message over and over again. And I was like, shit. Okay. And I just kept getting the the notifications from the universe. Cause that's what that is. And then I brought it to Jeff and I was like, I need to do a podcast, but I don't want to do it alone. And he's like, who do you want to do it with? And right away, Catherine Daniela, you were the only person I could even fathom. And I didn't even know you. Wow. Wow. And some of you have been with us for four years. So, yeah. you know, we, we, we were talking a little bit about the art of self celebration before we recorded this episode around how to set yourself free from the fairy tale. And it is so rare. And I think especially in personal development, everyone's always chasing the next thing, right? Everyone's always thinking about how much more work they have to do on themselves or what the next level of growth is like, blah, blah, blah. Like it's always more, 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 more rather than ever pausing long enough to to turn around and say, look how far I've come. Like, look at what's actually different now. I'm so freaking proud of myself. Some of you have been listening for four years. So right now in episode 200, why don't you take a deep breath and think about who you were four years ago when you found the podcast, right? And I believe, and I'm sure you've said this to women, speaking of divinity, like there are women that search for the titles of the episodes and they find us right? Like they find us divinely, you know, and this, this magic of, I I hope, you know, what, what breaks, what will help you set yourself free from the fairy tale actually does start with this, right? Because the fairy tale is women are helpless and disempowered and need someone to save them. And then the only success in your life is whether or not you have a partner, 
not ever celebrating I've what you've done or who you are as a woman, right? Are you a loving person? Are you a thoughtful person? Are you an ambitious person? Are you a courageous person? Um, are you a curious person? Like the qualities of the energy of who you are is something to celebrate. And that's actually the magic of self-love speak mm-hmm. to our last episode, but you know, it has, the art of self celebrations really been healing for me because I was someone, especially in the rat race of personal development or even running a business, right? More, 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 more. How do I get yes. to the next level of my business, the next level of whatever, rather than do you ever pause long enough to say, wait a minute, what is different now? Can I celebrate that too? And that doesn't keep you stuck. That doesn't keep you from caring about growing, but it it's like breathing life force back into your system and your body to say, look how far I've come. And especially if you feel like you've done the same thing over and over again in love, it takes a lot to actually pause long enough to say, and what is different? Like, how am I growing through each of these experiences? And maybe I haven't figured out the thing yet on how to shift the pattern. That's why you hire a relationship coach, but the, the growth that's occurred, because of course you are always changing and you know what I'm freaking proud of and want to celebrate the way in which we've showed up. Like we booked our calendars Mondays and Wednesdays when we record. And sometimes we've been on, we are on opposite sides of the world. We've had life happen, right? Shit has happened. And we have prioritized having an episode come out every single week for four fucking years. Yes. I am yeah, so you, proud you of our baby. commitment to each you other. You lost your mother-in-law. You had a baby. Like your life is, your husband went through a health thing, like, I, I just look at we you. We just have lives. So proud and of we you. did this. Life happens. We devoted and, to each other. <laughs> yes. And how healing that can be when you're choosing alignment that like the thing that you, you that you keep showing up for the things. If you have a hard time showing up, probably there's something you're, you're you don't want to actually do the thing that you're doing. Because when you're devoted to a life that's actually aligned with your heart and the truth of who you are, you show up and how healing it has been through everything that we have been through in the last four years. And I mean, you went through a big breakup in the last four years. Yes. Yeah. And I moved to a foreign country (laughs) where where I don't speak the language, although I'm learning legal, legal Greek. Um, but it is, and and many other things have happened too for everyone. I mean, see human experience, we went through COVID. Fuck, we started the podcast, the beginning of COVID. Like, yeah, that happened. And it's, it's so symbolic of like, life is going to rock you. It's going to challenge you. We did not come to the planet of duality for like a, just a mount, like a a pleasant experience where it's only always going to be pleasant because through through all of the contrast we experience, we get to experience what matters. We get to experience like even through something as significant as death and loss, you experience how much you love, how deep you lo- how deep your heart, the well of your heart is, how much the people in your life matter, what doesn't fucking matter, right? You, you like everything we go through in this human experience that which you know we can think we know why we're here, but none of us really know, no matter how much we claim to know. But everything we go through is is an opportunity for us to deepen into who we are. And that's what you and I have done together and and so beautifully supported each other every time one of us has been sick. Every time, like when you hear episodes where they're solo episodes, usually it's because one of us is sick <laughs> or, you know, someone's on a vacation or they're like, we just have ebbed and flowed with life so grace gracefully and graciously. And this is our devotion to you 
the listeners to each other as soul sisters, to ourselves, to our own hearts, to our own hearts mission. Both you and I have said since the beginning, like this is my favorite thing I do. And I obviously deeply love to all my clients listening. I deeply love working with you and I love the immersion. I love everything I do, but the podcast, like freaking love this mission because for me, why I love it, why it feels the most um, impactful for me is, is that we get to, we get to be in the ears of women all over the world, waking them up to who they really are and to living a life in devotion to your own heart, as opposed to in devotion to everybody else and that you matter and that you are so worthy and so lovable, no matter what the fuck happened in your life, no matter what your crazy saboteur mind is telling you, you are so lovable and worthy and beautiful and we see you and we feel you. And that's to me why the podcast matters the most to me is because we get to touch the most women on the planet. And the, this is my favorite because of the one, the design of how we're, I think how we're each meant to teach. Like, that's why it's like, like the, the essence of who I am is, is getting to just teach in this way. But the, the episode is how to set yourself free from the fairy tale. Like, that's what I care about. Yeah. Like that, like I can't be more devoted to the liberation of women Mm. around love than that. Yeah. That's the thing that has broken both of our hearts and why we both do what we do, right? Because the fairy tale has destroyed a woman's liberation, a woman's ability to think for herself, a woman's ability to actually feel and know real love, a woman's ability to trust herself, a woman's ability to love herself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 2023 and we're still seeing this drama play out. We're still seeing women marry for security. We're still seeing women enter relationships with narcissists and sociopaths and toxic people and still seeing women not know how to set boundaries and not know how to stand up for themselves and not see that their dreams matter and that the things that they do in their life that has nothing to do with love and relationship actually matters too. And so that like that thing, like that's my design, like that's what I care about. And you know, if you've been listening that I don't, I believe in the magic of love and relationship. I believe relationship is the fastest path to God actually, and to spiritual growth. And your desire for love is the call home. It's not actually for a partner. Your desire for a partner is your soul's way of saying, come home to me and see what happens when you land in the unconditional love that lives in your own heart. But how you break free starts with even realizing you're living inside that system. Mm-hmm. Like you can't set yourself free without realizing you're trapped. Yes. Right. And, and so many women just act like that's the norm. Like you're, you're blind until you listen to this podcast of seeing, wait a second, my relationship status is not the most interesting thing about me. Mm. Right. My, my looks and my beauty is not for the male gaze, right? I'm not here just to serve my husband and then say that that that's my life or my children actually <laughs> um and that the self-sacrificing martyr but mostly helplessness is the thing that is breaking my heart because if women spent one tenth of the amount of energy that they spend trying to find a boyfriend toward actually healing the world or toward a greater purpose that serves our community or maybe you'll come up with a freaking invention but you can't do that because you're too busy thinking about trying to get a boyfriend 
Like that's what will actually shift the planet. And we won't have the pain and the destruction that we are seeing on our planet right now if women were actually connected to their hearts because there's things that we just wouldn't tolerate. We would not tolerate what is happening. But when we're asleep, when we're caught up in thinking men know best, he's he's in charge. He's He knows what's best for me. He knows what's best for the planet. I, he's my safety and security rather than my own soul. That's how we end up where we end up. So that's the first step. Realizing you can't set yourself free until you realize you're trapped. Yes. What is the prison? And and what are all the ways that you're trapped in the fairy tale? Because I want to talk about beauty for a second. Our, our distorted, fucked up view of beauty, because the fairy tale, if we if we actually think of it from a from a um, mother to maiden or um, or maiden to mother, um, princess to queen journey, right? If you're you, the fairy tale keeps us in princess, which is I am disempowered. I am helpless. I need someone to rescue me. I need someone to validate me. I need someone to tell me I'm beautiful enough, worthy enough, lovable. And it's this endless quest to get that thing or to, or to shut our hearts down completely, which means you're shutting yourself off from the love that you are because you want to repel against that thing. But it's like all driven by the princess, right? The girl. And the, let's talk about the beauty industry for a sec because you you named it last week and it was so cool because I didn't even get fired up. I just let you, which is fun. But like cosmetic surgery with it, it, it is having women frozen as children. You're like and it is the the trend. And I say this with so much love. I love you. I see you. If it's it is a choice, we all have choice. We have sovereignty. I support you doing whatever feels right. And my hope is that you're doing what feels right and best for your heart and your body and your one temple that you're given for your lifetime. But like that's part of the fairy tale, too. Women are supposed to be tiny. We're not supposed to take up any space, right? We want to take up all the space. We want to be expressed. We want to have a voice, but we can't express ourselves because our faces aren't moving anymore. And we can't express our um, ourselves fully because we're getting tinier and tinier and tinier if that's the current body trend, right? To not take up like the energetics of that is patriarchy that is yes. the fairy tale too so i i feel on episode 200 like I, I share this message i'm i'm so fired up with it about it because and i i'm in the system too i get it and um it it breaks my heart because we're so deep in this and it's getting worse with social media and with comparison like we talked about on last if you didn't listen to last week's episode about so self-love good. go back <laughs> it's so good we talk a lot about comparison and how that is hurting you and stopping you from ever loving yourself. And the reality is your unique soul meant to be uniquely and beautifully fully expressed. And you cannot be fully expressed if you're trapped as a princess, whether it's emotionally or physically or, you know, in many ways, right? You, a full, the fullest expression of who you are is not a child. It's not a young girl. But that's what society will tell you you're supposed to be. And you won't know that that's what's happening. So you have to see the castle that you're living in because, and it's not your fault. Patriarchy built it. The society, our conditioning built this castle. But if we want to experience the depth of love that we are and the depth that we're meant to experience on this planet, we have to be willing to look at the walls and be willing to actually question some of them. Be like, wait a second. Is this actually feel good for me? Is this what I want for my fullest expression of who I am? 
The fairy tale impacts every area of a woman's life. And I'm I'm so excited that you're going to get to hear from um, one of my past clients who's who, because of our work, went on to become a relationship coach and actually focus on body image. Mm-hmm. And um, that episode's coming very soon in the next couple of weeks. But, you know, she she keeps one of her like core statements is that that position of like you don't owe the world pretty. Mm-hmm. Right. Like pretty is not the p- price you pay to exist on this planet. And it, you know, how many women think all they have to offer the world is what they look like. Yes. And that, and that healthy men choose women only because of what they look like. That's the bullshit patriarchal, you know, paradigm too. Um, And so the, the setting yourself free, I was like, actually, as I was listening to you, I was thinking about what the like mantras are and like the, the positions that you have to enter to set yourself free from the fairy tale. And like, number one is like my, my beauty is for me. Your beauty belongs to you and you are beautiful, period. Not according to the standards of what the world says. Like every woman on the planet is beautiful because we wouldn't look at any flower and say, oh, that's not a pretty flower. Or we wouldn't look at any part of nature and say that that's not beautiful, right? We, we walk through the planet and are in awe of the things that we see that are naturally there, like waterfalls, like the Grand Canyon, like the beach, right? You're in Crete right now. And I always say like the same, the same God that made that made you like, there are no mistakes. And, you know, you on the immersion doing the photo shoots, it's like beauty emerges from like radiance happens from within, you know, I showed to the other thing, um, this woman on Instagram that she, I think she's probably in her fifties or sixties and all these 20 year olds that are the same age of her son are like, Oh my God, what's your skin? Your skin is amazing. What's your like skincare routine? Like you're so beautiful. And she's like, it's funny. You think my skincare routine gives me this right radiance and like radiance is your birthright. And it emerges from being at home in yourself. It emerges from radical self-care. It emerges from telling the truth to yourself and not over-functioning and not over-giving and not trying to be some idealized image of a woman that you think you're supposed to be. be. There is nothing more beautiful than a woman who's undeniably herself. Yes. And so that those mantras and then around love, right? The mantra is I don't need saving, right? I, I don't need saving. I don't need to be rescued. There's nothing to fix. And I have, I am the love I've always dreamed of. Like, I know it's cliche and believe me, I rolled my eyes at it in the beginning of my journey of healing. Well, like, what do you mean? I have all the love I need, you know, like, what do you mean? And it's like, that became like the love that I am became available. I wrote a love song to myself. My heart gave me a song that love became available when I stopped doing things that were out of alignment with my truth. When I stopped chasing my ex-boyfriend, Jamie, mm-hmm. right? when, when I stopped over-functioning and having no boundaries around any area of my life and never paying attention to anything that I needed. And when I did something for myself, which was go to Hawaii on a retreat in the space and the quiet, the love song emerged. So you don't set yourself free through through all these like doing things, right? Like, oh, it's the, notice how the episode's not just like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. It's pay attention. What are the things you're saying to yourself? How are you treating yourself and taking care of yourself and recognize that day by day, 
I, the patriarchy walls are going to always exist. I mean, I don't know if our lifetime it's going to fall, but they're going to exist. But where do I live from? When I leave the house every morning, right? When I, or when I sign on to a work call or, or go hang out with my friends, what are the things I'm talking about? Where am I living from? What information am I, you know, taking in? There's a lot of amazing books about um, breaking free from the patriarchy. I mean, the beauty myth is one of the most powerful books I've ever read too. You know, there are resources, but if you're not going to find it, right. You're, you're, we said this the other day, like your energy, your time and energy is like the most valuable currency you have. Right. And, okay. and the maiden, the princess wastes it. Yes. Like, and- like there's no consciousness around how she spends her time. Because she's wasting it on trying to get everyone else's approval of her. of her. And you will never, so inside of that, no matter how much money you spend on cosmetic surgery, no matter how much money you spend on clothes, no matter how much money you spend on losing weight, per, yeah. personal trainers, having the perfect external, whether it's your body, your home, your whatever, no matter how much money you spend, you'll see that you never, like this is when women land on my doorstep, they're like, okay, literally I've done it all. I checked all the boxes. I freaking have everything looking great on the outside. Why am I so empty on the inside? Because never from that place will you feel beautiful. Never will you feel lovable. Never will you feel good enough. It's the chase. It's actually a self-fulfilling prophecy where taking action based on your external world and other people's approval of you or what you're supposed to be in society, the scripted version of yourself and your life performance for everyone around you from inside of yourself, you will never feel beautiful. You will never feel anything that you desire to feel yet. You will be on the chase to, to get, Oh, one more. I just need to lose five more pounds. I just need to, you know, get a little more filler. I just need to get some new clothes. I just need to get that corner office, buy that house, get the, 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 the list goes on, get the man, get the ring, get the husband, get the house, get the kids. I just need to get one more thing and then I will feel it. And it's like this carrot that you're constantly chasing and you never get to eat. Like you'll never eat it. And inside of every woman, when you come home to yourself, it's exactly what you said. Your beauty is like unbelievable unbelievable. And I mean, I, every time a client, I, this happened to a client of mine that's coming to the immersion in April, but we've been working privately together and three months in, she's like, Kate, I've never felt so beautiful in my life. And when we first started together, she was like, I'm ugly. I'm this, I'm, I hate my body. She was so hard on herself or her saboteur was, and she had so many kinked beliefs about herself when you learn how to live from your heart, how to live from your truth, everything changes and you will actually feel beautiful and you will feel worthy and you'll treat yourself like you're worthy and you'll treat you and you'll attract people who also treat you that way. So uh, the freeing yourself from the fairy tales, like stop, stop doing it for everybody else. Stop trying to get a guy, stop trying to get approval of your friends or of other people or people on Tinder or Bumble. Stop trying to get anything from anyone else and become the woman that you want to be. The, the thing of the taking like this is the other piece, like inside the fairy tale, the shadow of the maiden is she's extractive. Yes. If everything you do is to get people to like you, to get people to approve of you, to get people to love you, that is the energy of taking. She takes, she takes from life. She takes from other people. She takes from men. And the 
freedom from the fairy tale is to feel the endless resourcefulness of like when you are full, you have love to give and you give of yourself, recognizing that being yourself is the gift to life. Loving who you love is the gift to life. Being in your fullest self-expression is your permission for other women to do the same. And I mean, we can't do this episode without talking about the importance of sisterhood and breaking free from the fairy tale because the fairy tale and the patriarchal programming also puts women against each other, right? And pits us against each other to be competitive and who's the prettiest, smartest, whatever, and does not support us in knowing how to celebrate other women, how to be in the presence of another woman's magic and know it doesn't take away from your own. And something I've been thinking a lot about um, also because- you want to know if you've really done your childhood work, have a baby <laughs> because <laughs> it's just fucking all up right now for me. Um, and I'm swimming in it, but I've been thinking about how my mother, um, so in, in the energy of taking up space, like what you just said around how to set yourself free, it's to take up the space that is yours in the world. And what my mother did was a lot of always be aware of like she facilitated the always being aware of other people so as to not make them uncomfortable and Mm -hmm. dim your whatever was actually happening for me so for example like if something was really good in my life but oh, oh oh there are other people who don't have that so don't be don't be too celebratory yeah. right or if I was going through a hard time and someone else was was celebrating it was, well, keep, keep that, you know, to yourself. We don't want to take away from their celebration. And she did shit like this, where if we were having an amazing experience, she actually did this at Disney world. I was 12, I was 12 fucking years old. And she would say, when we were there, you better know how lucky you are because you're 12 at Disney world. And I'm 40, whatever, for the first time at Disney world. Wow. So this is patriarchy patriarchy. Cause how many, how every woman on the planet at some point in her life has said to herself, I, I just had an Instagram conversation with a girlfriend of mine, like a, a um, my, a, my mother's friend's daughter. She had all of her Instagram about this amazing birthday weekend that her husband took her on. And I wrote to her and, and I just commented and said, you should be always celebrating. Like, this is so beautiful to see. And she wrote, I'm not even sharing all of it because a lot of my friends are going through difficult times, their marriages right now. And I don't want to, to overdo it. So every woman on the planet right now has felt guilty when she's in a good place or felt like she has to hide when she's struggling. Taking up space includes your feelings that you're having, no matter matter when you're having them and no matter what they are and no matter what other people are going through. And this has been the most powerful lesson for me and something I am like on the ground about with parenting my daughter of like her job is to not make other people fucking comfortable. She gets to have whatever experience she's having. And then some of the parenting things I'm reading too, or it's like if a kid's having a tantrum in public, most parents are not actually uncomfortable with the tantrum. They're uncomfortable because of what other people are thinking about them and thinking about their parenting as if we can control our kids. We can't. So Breaking free from the fairy tale is also this, and it's related to sisterhood, right? You can notice that you have a hard time celebrating other women, but notice that the truth is her celebration does not take away 
from the space that you're in. Your struggle doesn't diminish or make it hard for someone else to be happy. There is plenty, like taking up space is that there's plenty of space. There's plenty of space for everyone to have whatever experience they're having. And this is the gift for me in our friendship and what a healthy relationship in general is, is like each person can be in the space that they're in without the other one taking it on or minimizing it or getting, this is codependency, right? When you're all involved in it. And that was what my mother modeled, right? Codependency. She couldn't even keep her own shit to herself and let her daughter be happy about being at Disney world, right? It's like insane. Yes. yes. I really want to make that clear about space because a lot of women might not be like, okay, taking up space. I'm going to go like dress up and like walk into a room and be a powerful person. Like taking up space actually means being able to own what you're feeling and know it does not impact other people. And we live in the most, oh, last thing, the most emotionally immature world, because this is what's happening on Instagram too. Like someone's celebrating something. I watched this yesterday, someone's celebrating something and she shared a comment another woman sent, which is like, you need to own like your privilege and like how lucky you are because other women are not as lucky. And she's like, no, I don't need to manage your feeling state by behaving differently. Emotional maturity Mm -hmm is you take responsibility for your own feelings. Yes. If you are threatened by other women's power, that's not another woman's job to to, to dim herself down. It's for you to look at how patriarchy lives in you. And this is the work that Kate and I do in our one-on-one work, line by line, session by session, unraveling, undoing, and coming face to face with how these patterns live in you and how to set yourself free. Yes. Clearly, I'm passionate about this piece. No, this is so good. I'm so so happy you brought this up like that. I was going to say the emotional maturity piece at the end, like that's exactly it. Like you cannot break free. So the fairy tales, the child is the princess and you cannot break free from codependency. And well, that's the child until you're like, when you are in the queen, the queen is sovereign. I'm not responsible for anyone else's experience and nobody's responsible for mine. Does that mean we're not going to dance with each other? We're not going to, does it mean you're not considerate and kind when you're communicating? So if Catherine asks me for something and I say, no, I'm loving to her, but I say, no, I mean, we had, we've had many things come up like that, or I say yes, or whatever the thing is, like we speak our truth with love. It doesn't mean it doesn't come with love. So we're still the considerate of the experience and that the other person could be, could have a trigger or could have something, but it doesn't mean that we change our own choice or our own perspective or our own. And so like your, this is so important for women because I mean, I'm ha- I just had this conversation with a client a few days ago who is feeling amazing right now. And she's like, I feel bad. I I'm going out for dinner with a friend. She's going through a hard time in her marriage. And I feel like I need to dim my light down so that she doesn't feel bad. And it's like, And exactly that, that is the program women and really everyone's taught to dim their light. We get into the school system. We get like, we're all taught to not be who we are and to like be the product of society. Men are affected too, but like you, your choices and your life. I said this on the last episode and I've said it many times. It's yours. It's your own. And everybody else, like, let's actually zoom out for a sec and think about every soul on planet earth. Everybody Mm. else got their own. Like everybody has their own life and their own choices and their own experiences. And I personally believe we chose them, even if they're crazy intense, like uh, that our souls come in to have crazy experiences and to evolve 
a little bit. Their own or karma, their own dharma. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't know how else to make sense of it, but that's what feels good for me. But it's like, but we come here to this planet and we want to rescue the world. We want to rescue everyone else. But if you're not home in yourself and you're not honoring yourself and you're not standing within for yourself and you're not loving yourself and treating yourself and your body with reverence, and, you know, choosing to go places and live somewhere that feels good for you live in a place like Vancouver, I felt so dim, so dull. And in Europe, I feel so alive. So I moved here. And, you know, living place, spending time with people you feel supported by you feel seen by you feel like you can fully be expressed being in relationships like that, like that's what you're here to experience. And the only one who can make these choices are for you and your light. Here's the thing. People are going to be triggered by you no matter fucking what. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again. (laughs) People are going to be triggered by you no matter fucking what. Not everybody's going to like you. Exactly. And they're going to, it's not about you. It's about them. It's about what you're representing that they're repressed from. So that you, you are going to trigger people who are repressed from their light. And you're also going to inspire people. I had a woman reach out in my reclamation community who said she's coming to Athens and she's coming to Crete because she's been so inspired by my life. And she's Mm. like, I'm just feeling the call to come to Greece. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's amazing. So I'm standing here living in Greece and some people will be like, screw you, Kate, you're lucky, blah, blah, blah. You don't have a family. You don't have that. Oh, you could just do that. Whatever. They'll have a reason, a story to project onto me. And some people will be inspired by it, right? That same is true for you. For everything, every choice we make, every step we take, every way of being that we are, some people will be freaked out. Some people will be inspired. Some people will be judging you like crazy. And none of it's about you. None of it. So this let is yourself- the breaking free. The, yes. the, the understanding that people will not approve of every choice. People will be disappointed. People will judge. People will be triggered. And that can't stop you. Yes. That this is perfect. What you're saying. This is that this is key to breaking free because so many women feel that guilt and shame yes. and rah, 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 you know, rather than, you know what, what? We do to ourselves, people are going to, people are going to judge. People are going to be disappointed. Yes. People are not going to agree. And I'm going to follow my truth anyway. Yes. Like that's and- it. Guilt is a feeling that your saboteur that is caused by your saboteur putting you in prison and telling you, you, you are not, your life is not your own shame. Same thing. It's not your, it's not a natural feeling. It's not, it's, it's a feeling that's caused by beliefs that you're carrying. And so it's really time to look at those beliefs. I am not responding to love up those young parts of you that feel wrong and bad, that feel guilty, that feel because it's just little Catherine in those moments that feels guilty and wrong and bad for shining her lights so bright because she might take something away from someone else. No, you're giving someone permission to shine, right? Your mom was wrong. All of your moms were wrong. Whoever else taught us this to, to dim our light so other people don't feel bad or so we fit in or so we belong. You're not meant to fit in. You're meant to stand out. Every single one of us is born to stand out in our own unique way. So Shine your freaking light, set yourself free, take responsibility. It is so much funner and more fulfilling to hang out with other women and people, but definitely women who take responsibility for themselves in their lives. Like my life is so rich because of that. And you will be a better friend, a better lover, a better mother, a better mm. partner when you can be a woman who walks through the world 
from her sovereignty, rooted in herself, taking full responsibility for her feelings, for her light. Don't blame other people for your feelings. Don't blame other people for your, like, it's also on the reciprocal side, right? We do it, we dim our own light or we, you know, blame other people for us feeling smaller, us feeling, take responsibility for all of it and your whole entire life will change. And then there's nothing like the freedom of being yourself that there's, there's just nothing like it. And and you and I recently have been just talking a lot about like legacy in the end of our lives. Like, what do we want to say at the end of our life? And, and that's it. Like, may that bring you closer to like, this is my life. I get one. Like, how do I want to live it? What do I want to say right at the end? And, and, and there's nothing, you know, more vulnerable than facing this in, in yourself and, you cannot do it alone. And like, that's kind of what I'll end with. Like I've, I've gotten here through other women, like through the permission of other women, through coaches, through being in groups, three, through going on retreats, through being devoted to my freedom, right. And being with whatever comes up along the way. I mean, I've actually had, you know, and it's the full moon and the eclipse and all the things right now. So I'm like in it right now with myself, but I can see that, it's not like I've never, it's like all the work I've done has led me to even be able to see what I can see right now and then make the changes I can make, right? There's no destination in personal growth. There's no, now I'm free and I'm all set. It's, oh, I'm going to be challenged by anything that's keeping me from being free at every single level and every single development and every single evolution of self and, and being devoted to your heart is saying, I'm always going to be willing to look right? I'm always going to be willing to challenge my beliefs. I'm always going to be willing to take the risks that, you know, feel right. And so I feel, and and like, this is it, like for 200 episodes, all of you all over the world have made the choice because you're listening, right? You're listening to us. You found this podcast, you're making it important to listen to this message. So that's a given that your soul wants this, right? It's a given it's done. You wouldn't be listening you wouldn't be here on this podcast for if, if you weren't meant for it and you weren't ready for it and you don't yes. have to do it alone. And that's why we're devoted to the, to offering the work we offer, why we're so excited for season two and having more things that we do together next year. And, you know, we're celebrating you for listening and celebrating for making the investments into our programs and for recognizing that you, no matter where you are in the world, when you shine, you give other women permission to do the same. When you yes. get all of your friends to listen to this podcast, you're going to change the energy of everybody around you because you're all listening to this podcast and listening to this message and doing the work that you need to do to support, you know, one another. So yes. I'm so freaking That's grateful for you. This is like, you're, I have a more intimate relationship. Like this relationship of talking to you every week for four years is such a significant relationship in my life. It's not even just about the podcast, like how our friendship has been so solid for me through so much. I'm so grateful. Me too. So grateful. And for our listeners in all of the countries, like every week you get, you don't even know this. I don't think we've ever shared every week. We get notified where we're on the charts in the top 200 and we have been on the charts I mean, consecutively in uh, South Korea for like, it was like two and a half months consecutively every week. Brazil was consecutive for a very long time and still is, comes in and out. Omen, <laughs> like the United Arab Emirates, mm. um, you know, Portugal, Greece, um, Australia, Canada, America, India, all over the world. I mean, what a fucking gift 
this is. So thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of our community. And may, as we move into season two, like I see us growing the community more and that that's a commitment for sure and supporting you in as many ways as we can and I just think like the last thing I want to say about the fairy tale is like how much women are willing to spend on a fairy tale wedding even when so many of them don't even want to marry the person or get married it's like a no in their body but they'll spend eighty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars on a fantasy day that's over in a blink of an eye that's not for them that's a performance for everyone else yes and yet they have a hard time investing in themselves oh i could never invest in myself oh i could never go on a retreat that's like oh like that is patriarchy too my love you dry and buy a dress in a second Exactly. Nothing, nothing. You'll spend the money on the Botox and you'll spend the money on the clothes and on the cars and on the houses and on the, all these external things that will never bring you closer to yourself. Like nothing matters more than investing in yourself. That's what changed my life. That's why I have the most high level friends in the world. I've met all of my friends from investing in myself, from following my heart, from joining communities and going on retreats and having experiences and working with mentors. So if you're afraid to invest in yourself, it is time to freaking move mountains and do it, whether it's with me or Catherine or anyone else. It's just like nothing matters more than you and your relationship with yourself and your relationship with your body and your relationship with your life and the world around you. So it's time to come home, take responsibility, become the queen that you already are, become the heroine of your life, we love you. We love you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Catherine Danielli, I love you more than words can say. Thank you for this journey. And I'm so excited for season two and yeah. what's to come. All the magic Me to come. Too. See you next week. Love you. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.